ever feel like you're doing this teaching thing alone? You don't have to be. Share Teaching is all about sharing the workload through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Together, we'll walk through all the difficult parts of teaching and learn how to streamline our processes, fine-tune our time management, and develop a more manageable workload. If that sounds like a dream come true to you, then welcome to the Shared Teaching Podcast. Let's share in the teaching to make those dreams a reality. Now here's today's Shared Teaching. Welcome back to the Shared Teaching Podcast. This is Susan, and you are listening to episode number eight, my first week of virtual learning. So I just kind of wanted to recap and go through what I found um, after teaching my first full 100% virtual distance online, whatever you want to call it, and kind of let you know where I am at now. So I am currently almost to the end of my second week, so I'm going to be sharing another recap when I finish the second week. But the first week, let me tell you. Okay, so the first day seemed like it went okay. It was to be expected with the amount of parent issues, class dojo messages, I can't get on, where do I go? Despite two weeks before the first week of school, um, I was making sure that all the parents were connected with Class Dojo. I personally phone called them, introduced myself, told them exactly what to expect and where to go and how to get on on day one. I sent them a video of how to get in. We had a virtual meet the teacher, um, which I also did a second recording and sent that to parents with screenshots. Your child goes here, then they go here. And so, of course... Monday morning comes for school to start, and the platform we were going to use, which was Canvas, was not working. So all the students that I had told and all the parents of how to get in, it didn't work. So that was the first big issue. So then we started using Google Classroom, and luckily I had set all my students up in Google Classroom because our district, actually my school site, said that everyone's going to log in for Canvas Um, to record for the attendance, and then they are going to go into Google Classroom. So my school was already going to use Google Classroom, so luckily that was all set up for them. So now every day we just go straight into a Google Meet that is the link from the Google Classroom header. It never changes. They click on that, and we start our day. Probably the first few days, the morning meeting that's only supposed to be 10 minutes ends up being like a good 30 minutes or so, just kids aren't coming in on time. There's a lot of home internet connection issues. They can't find the link despite it being in the same place all the time every day. Some kids don't have a family member around to help them. And then a lot of the issues that I'm finding lately are that the parents keep hopping in in the middle of a Google Meet interrupting. Um, Same thing with the kids. So that's a big thing right now is the interruptions. So I think just rethinking, kind of restarting, going back and saying, this is when you can interrupt, right? Remember those lessons from when I'm at my guided reading table? These are the reasons why you can interrupt me. I think that's going to become really important for the online meet is to have a whole lesson about when you can interrupt your teacher. So I think we're going to start working on that. 
Second week, of course, we dive right into testing district testing. So that's been a nightmare. I'll talk about that next time. So first big issue is kids aren't getting in. The platforms are crashing right, left, and center. Every day is a new platform that crashes. Things that I had planned that I uploaded to Google Classroom aren't working right. Google is really stretched thin right now. I mean, even my school uses um, Gmail, and that's crashing a lot today. So I'm having to go back in sign myself in again. And then when it's crashing, it's kicking me out of meetings. It's kicking all the kids out of the meeting because the teacher's now gone and I have parents complaining. So luckily most of them have been very understanding. I have heard that a lot of the parents are very annoyed by the amount of messages that they're receiving. I try to limit my, so I might say something like, it's lunchtime. Please join us back at this time for lunch. Okay, now it's specials time. They're going to go here to specials. And then if they don't show up back after specials, because I have lunch, then I have some teaching time, then they go to special, and then they come back to me again. So a lot of hopping on and off. Then I'm going to tell them, hey, your kid didn't make it back after specials. Come on back. Generally, I am seeing only about a third of my class return after specials because there's only half an hour left at the end of the day when we're finished with specials. So that's another issue that I'm seeing. But the most issues that I'm seeing are technology issues that I can't control. I cannot control someone's internet. So (laughs) they keep telling me, well, it's lagging and it's slow and I'm getting kicked off. That is your internet issue. It's not the school Chromebook issue We've resolved all of that, so be prepared if you haven't started yet. You're going to be fighting a lot of technology fires. That, I feel like I'm a technology teacher this year. Just a lot of troubleshooting with parents. Share my screen has been super helpful. We're using Google Meet, so I share my screen a lot, and I go one by one through the steps. Then I go again with the other group of kids that weren't listening, and we've also been asked to keep our cameras, our student cameras off and their microphones off, which of course is causing the issue of me talking to them and they're not responding because now I can't see them and they're probably not even in front of their computer. So we have those issues too. So just in general, (laughs) I'm not feeling wholly happy about how the first week has gone. I do think I have a really good group of students I do have some that are really pushing the envelope in terms of me telling them not to do things and it's continuing to happen. So I've had to kick a couple kids out of the Google Meet and then they weren't allowed to rejoin. Something to do with the settings. Once they're kicked out, they can't come back into that same meeting, which is unfortunate. So if that's how I'm teaching the entire day, then that means they're probably missing the day's lessons. So I try to use that as a very last resort. We do have a program called Go Guardian that's been really helpful. It allows me to see exactly what's on the student computer screens. Now, I can't take over their computer that I know of, but I can view what they're viewing. And that has let me make sure that they're on track. I can send them a little chat message like, hey, you shouldn't be doing that. Go to PE. I can close out of a browser tab that they have open that they shouldn't have open and leave them a message about that. I can take a screenshot of their computer, especially if they're doing something they shouldn't be doing, and I can let their parent know and send them the screenshot and say, hey, did you know your son was doing this today? (laughs) And then hopefully the parent can sit down and have a conversation with them about that's not appropriate. I do have two students 
on average that interrupt me over and over and over again. So that is just a matter of keep telling them, reminding them. And by the way, if you don't know, I do teach second grade. So it's the students are coming up very low as they're finishing their testing. A lot of them are testing at like kindergarten and early first grade levels for reading and math. So that's definitely going to be a little bit of a challenge. And the other challenge is just finding work for them to be doing that can be done independently while the other group of students are doing district and state testing. So that's been hard. That is something that I'm struggling with now. Overall, first week, I think it went okay. We played a lot of games. So I found a lot of would you rather games and I had actually created signs for the students that I sent home before school started. And so the first day of school, we made the signs together and they're just little popsicle stick signs, two on each side. One side says like your hand is up, the other side says a question mark. And I taught them that the hands up means I need the restroom. The question mark is I have a question to ask. And then the other side is a thumbs up and then a thumbs down. So they got two little signs that they can flash at me, which worked really well when their cameras were allowed to be on. But unfortunately, we're seeing inappropriate things in student homes on camera that we should not be seeing. Things like adults walking around half clothed, And I guess other things happening. I haven't had any issues personally with my class. I have had some parents that are not on mute talking to their child in a manner that is probably very embarrassing for that child. So I have had that kind of an issue. And I know other teachers on my team have had that same issue too about the way a parent is speaking to their child while the whole class can hear. So that is something that is going to be need to be addressed with the parents and just say, please remember, make sure your child's microphone is unmuted when you're speaking with your child. Not only that, but it can be very distracting for the other students And when students are unmuting themselves while others are unmuted, it's very hard to hear, especially there's a lot of noisy backgrounds. I have told parents to get headphones, but a lot of them have not gone and gotten headphones. So you can hear they're at the table or a lot of kids are on their bed. They're like rolling on their bed while they're supposed to be taking these district tests. Despite me saying like, please make sure they have like a table to sit at and a chair, not the bed. Those are some of the issues I'm kind of encountering. And I do teach at a lower socioeconomic school. It's a Title I school. So I do expect some of the parents not to have the money to go get the headphones and things like that. But I told the kid, even if you're sitting on the floor with the computer at a coffee table, it's still better than sitting on your bed, right? And then one kid has like those LED lights. So he's trying to take the test and he's got like blue light and green light and red light flashing across his room. So that's that's crazy. I can't even imagine how he can like sit in that environment with it like strobing like that and take a test at the same time. But parents in general are not around and then of course you have they're either not around or they're around constantly so you can kind of see their like arm in the corner of the field or you can see them like in the back doorway so you know the parents are around and they're watching a lot more parents than I was actually expecting so that's been interesting just to recap first week let's see lots and lots of troubleshooting with technology trying to figure out different Google Classroom assignments that the students can complete. So I created a variety of different activities. One was 
a um, the PDF snapshot, if you've seen that, where you upload the PDF to Google Classroom and then you layer over the text boxes. So I did that. Got a lot of complaints about that one because kids are using a Chromebook and it's very small to see. So then I had to teach them how to zoom and make it bigger and type in the text boxes. And then kids were enlarging the text boxes and disappearing the text boxes. And there's a really cool tool called Kami, K-A-M-I, Kami, Kami. But I cannot get it to work on the student computers. I'm still working with the vice principal to try to figure out why that's not working. But that will allow the kids themselves to insert the text boxes. So that might be the second thing I'm teaching them. So just having to teach them different technology tools has been something that I don't know why, but I didn't really expect it. In my head, I was more thinking about, like, what are my lessons going to be like? How is that going to translate online? I wasn't thinking of having to teach them the technology skills of using a mouse and opening a computer tab, which a lot of them are having problems with, second graders, opening a computer tab, or when it's already open on their computer, being able to find the tab that's open because they keep opening all these tabs, and then they have, like, five Google Meet tabs open. So teaching them how to look and see if a tab's already open is another, another good thing to teach them. How to use a text box, insert a text box. There is a really cool feature with Google Slides where the kids can insert an image from the camera. So because our cameras are turned on for virtual learning, they can turn and take a picture of what they're holding up. So I actually am having them turn in their writing assignments that way. So their handwriting on paper And then I just did a blank Google slide that says, turn in your personal narrative story, and they hold it up to the camera, and they insert it on that Google slide page. And I put that in Google Classroom as an assignment. So those are just some of the things that I've taught them that have worked well, and I'm sure I will come up with some more later. So stay tuned in future episodes. I will continue to talk about what I'm learning, what's working well, what I need to go back to the drawing board for in virtual learning. And here's to the rest of us. Let's hope we can hang in there and make it to the end of the school year. Bye for now. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching. Hitting that subscribe button. And leaving us a review on iTunes so we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Find new episodes each week on shareteaching.com. Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast. Um, or actually my school. So probably teeth, um, not teeth, but, um, 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 so